Hello and welcome to the Noise Podcast, sponsored by Stereo Brain Records and brought to you as part of the Noise Podcast Network. This is part three of four of our favourite noises series, where our man of many words, Will Marshall, sits down with bands to discuss their favourite album of 2022, as well as asking for a recommendation on a band that they think might be a highlight of your 2023. On top of that, Will does a little bit of fishing as to any upcoming plans that they might have. In this episode, Will talks to Nathan of Rolo Tomasi, Dom and Jamila of Ithaca, James of Cage Fight, and Cat of Scowl. The good times just keep on coming. This podcast can be streamed on all major platforms and is also available on YouTube. Please like, subscribe, and tell a friend about us. It goes a long, long way, and we massively, massively appreciate it. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Noise Podcast Network and keep up to date with everything noisy on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Noise UK. Enjoy the episode. Okay, well, first of all, good evening and thanks so much for joining me again. Um, Yeah, how's things going? How are you? Yeah, very, very well, thank you. Um, Yeah, I'm in the middle of a house move, so everything's up in the air. But um, yeah, apart from that, yeah, doing well. Just trying to, um, yeah, get back into writing and get ready for next year. Really nice. Yeah, the joys of house moving. I can't wait to not do that again. Oh, honestly, it was kind of like a last minute thing that was sprung on us. So it's just like, cool. Oh, we're moving on Monday. So oh shit. Okay, that is short notice. <laughs> it's oh, all good. God. It's all good. Okay. Well, something a bit more positive um, is we're going to be talking about what a great year for music it's been because it's been pretty ludicrously good um and we'll start with probably the big question um what's your album of the year for 2022 it was a close one it really was a close one um yeah it almost was almost motor mommy by rosalia uh because i absolutely adore that album but i and i have to say it's uh the callous Starboys with the celebrity therapist amazing uh, yeah, I just think it's yeah, so good. The more I've listened to it, the just the more into it I've I've got. Yeah. Um, I mean, as you hinted before, yeah, we are no one else has said this. Like, oh, no one cool. else has I picked thought, it. I thought, okay, sick. So you're the first one to pick it, but you are the second person on this call <laughs> with it as their album of the year. It's <laughs> yeah, as soon as I heard it, I just went, This is everything. All sure. the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes and does other stuff as well. Yeah. Mm. The so for those so not in the know who've not who are not so clued up, say be you know, who've not come across Callous Dowboys before, because this is only their second record in fairness, isn't it? Um talk me through the vibe. Like what 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 is well, what are the Callous Dowboys and what celebrity therapist? Well, it's it's just such a chaotic album. Um in in a way that is just perfect for myself. Um, I feel like it's 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 all over the place in a great way. They try and jam a lot in there. Um, and for me, the, the worry is always like, is it overly indulgent? Are you are you just throwing stuff in there for the sake of it? And like on a first listen, I could I could say if if somebody got that impression, I could say fair enough. But the more you listen to it and the more you realise what sections have been put in there and what they do for the song and what they do for the album in a whole, it really works as a whole piece. It's, um, yeah, I think it's very, very considered 
like considering sorry the just how much it feels like it's all over the place i think it's a very very considered album um i think lyrically it's great um i think it's funny but i think it's serious kind of touches on like american culture pop culture conspiracy theories stuff like that and it kind of hits with like kind of gives back in the album the absurdity that you get from all of this overload of cultural information that you get all the time is kind of pushed back out in an equally absurd way but musically and brilliantly done i'd like i yeah i think some of the lyrics are funny but i think some of them are quite poignant um i think the just the songwriting is fantastic um they yeah they've really really put together a really nice piece here yeah it's a really interesting uh, way of thinking about it actually as probably kind of sums up how I'd felt about it and not being able to articulate is the the absurdity of the record is it's just a mirror it's a musical mirror to what they're because if you look at a song like violent astrology with mm. like because that's got some of my favorite I mean like you say all the lyrics are so good but when he's screaming you're not John Wick you larping fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's very good but then there's the um, the line about uh was it your bank account doesn't care if your friend dies and it was just and to, to for that to be on the same record in terms of mm-hmm. how much of a head spin it is from one to the other it's yeah like you say some of it is very clearly it's absurdist it's poking fun and then mm-hmm. it's also really really just blunt and to the point so and again sort of i guess sum it up stylistically is i've heard and tell me if you think this is unfair. Um, I've heard it described as, do you miss the Dillinger escape plan? Not anymore, you don't. Okay, fair enough. I can uh, see there's, yeah, there's certain breaks and stuff in it and the stuff they do with the, the the chugging and stabs and the kind of, yeah, off-kilter stuff. And you can very much see that in there. Um, but you can see where that's been the base and they've progressed themselves from it kind of thing. Yeah, there's... Yeah, it's very much not just, this isn't just, you know, um, Miss Machine or Iowork. It's very much like, like you say, there's 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 a base of mathcore and hardcore, but there's so, I mean, who else is going to put a jazz pop break halfway through the final track on the album? Mm. But that's the thing, that would normally really annoy me. That would like really ruin a song or an album for me. But I think just the way it's done, it doesn't. And I just, yeah, I feel like it's musically coherent and it abides by its own rules within the album. It is, mm. um, yeah, it does It does so, so much like that. And there's always with albums like this, I feel the danger is it's going to stray too far. It's going to put an idea in too far. It's going to be almost, you know, a horrible word. It's going to be wacky. It's not any of those things. It's like it's just pulled back at the right time on everything yeah it never goes quite too far as it goes mm-hmm. as, as far as it knows it can go i think is probably mm-hmm. so what would you say what's the what's your favorite song on here because there's no best song for my money okay, like it's yeah. that good it's just it's all so brilliantly done but what's your favorite one maybe at the moment uh i like a brief uh article regarding time loops track two yeah um the 
yeah, the kind of like the discordant um, violin, I believe it is in that song's great. The, the start of it just with the alarm clock and the off snare drum hits. Um, like these, the, the, they have got these stabs in 10 where I, I think it's Jackie, the bass player, does the hits the vocals over the, the stabs in the 10 and then it breaks back in and then it's just great. And then they use that, that uh, bar of 10 to ramp up and ramp up into the, the big outro of it. I think, th- yeah, it's really good. Um, but as well, Star Baby, I think that's, you know, it's hard to hard to move past a song like that. But I think, yeah, yeah I, I think Star Baby is the most fun on the album. Okay. Um, because I think, especially lyrically, um, and I, I like the way it opens out towards the end there. I think the switch that they have there is great between the, the beginning and the end of the song. Yeah, um, when that when that sort of kicks in, like you said, and go and switches gear, it's mm-hmm. incredible. Like like you said before, like you said before, that should just make people go, "What on earth? This is mm-hmm. garbage. This is so annoying." But it isn't because it's done so well and executed so brilliantly and written so well that you just go, "This works. This this shouldn't," mm-hmm. and it a hundred percent works. And like you say, you can't really look past it, which is probably why it's the last track. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But like as well, like um, title track is similarly like all chopped up and seemingly on a first listen, maybe all over the place. But it's like it's like an ambient kind of soundy beginning. Um, and then it hits with those kind of stabs, the discordant stabs, screams, all that. Then it just breaks to the singing bit. But then it just starts over again in the song with the ambience. And then it brings back the vocals, the singing bit, but a bit heavier, but then integrates the stabs into them. And it's like it, the first few listens, it sounds all over the place, but it's very nicely structured and it ramps up really well. And that whole song just leads and leads and leads into it. This really nice big open ending. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that song, despite naming two others as my favorite, is like a really, <laughs> really good example of them writing really smart, really, really yeah. nice to um, yeah progressive songs. Yeah, I think again, funnily enough, actually, you've definitely touched on my current two favorites which are title track and star baby because of how different they both are as well so that that's the second album by the callous Dowboys, celebrity therapist is your album of the year and yeah could talk for a lot longer about it but (laughs) if we move now to a band that you think similar to what's kind of happened with these guys because they've had such a good year and such a breakout because of this Mm -hmm. who's your pick for next year as, as a band that everyone should be looking out for like who who do you think is Flying under the radar and really shouldn't be. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to Graphic Nature's album. I think that comes out in February. Yeah, um, I I do think that's going to be really good. Um, yeah, whether the album will be a breakout to them or that'll be a step in a, another in the right direction for them uh, in terms of uh, a step to them breaking out. But I, yeah, from what I've heard so far, I'm quite excited to see what's on the album on that. Okay. Um, yeah, similarly, I'm not sure. Sorry, I should have looked if they had a release next year. A band I saw the other week, Irist. Um, they're from Atlanta, Georgia as well, similar to the Dow Boys. Um, well, they, they put out an EP this year. They did, yeah. Gloria, that was so yeah, good. That was really good. Live, it was just astounding. They played with mm-hmm. Paul Bear and Elder, and I yeah. watched um, Irist first. I was just like... Like I, it just felt like an, an another level to me. 
like I enjoyed Elder and Paul Bearer, but um, yeah, I've just yeah to see just you know metal done so confidently and so uh, solidly live. It was just so so good, um, and that yeah that Glory EP was great. Okay, yeah, I'm not sure if they've got something coming up next year, but I do think off the back of this. Off yeah, the back of Gloria. I do think you've got you know there's something there for sure. And yeah, graphic nature again, a band that I think people are people have definitely been picking up on. But mm-hmm. like you say, I think this album is either gonna be the moment or it's mm-hmm. gonna be everyone a stepping stone for them to have a moment. Mm-hmm. Um so two fantastic shouts and two really different bands as well, if you think about it, because mm-hmm. I think graphic nature come from that sort of like this burgeoning uk scene that we've got at the moment which is they kind of have little bits of new metal not to put anyone off but they also have like a lot of metal core mm-hmm. they do some of that sort of like ambient or like almost gazy stuff as well at times don't they and it's but it's all in this really heavy aggressive package it's cool i'm yeah i'm looking forward to that record as well that should yeah. be really good and like another band that's obviously I don't think probably flying under anyone's radar who would be listening to this, obviously loathe. I'm very yes. excited to see what they've got next year because they're, you know, they're a very smart band who write very good music and, you know, they know exactly what they're doing. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to see what next year holds for them. Oh, definitely. I think they've got, I think they're definitely, like you say, at the level now where they're not, not on people's radars. Mm-hmm. Um they're they're very much they've very much had the breakout moment mm-hmm. but whatever happens next i think could possibly send them even bigger um because right now they're at what are they at now sort of like electric ballroom level we're talking mm-hmm. you know, 1200 cap in london which is amazing yeah for sure but yeah looking forward to what they do next okay so we've got graphic nature and iris as kind of the the breakouts that we're looking at um last but not least then Let's talk about your plans for 2023. What are you because you've got a couple of projects on well, you've got a couple of things on the go that you do. Yeah, so next year we're out with Rolo. Um we're playing a band called Rolo Tomasi. So we're out um in February. Um so that'll be kind of uh the anniversary from the when the record came out. So we've been yeah, touring it this year. Uh yeah, we're gonna do Europe and then a show in London um in february which would be nice 15th i think in in london um yeah should be good and then we're getting together plans to go back to the states because we went out um we went out just in september and uh it was the first headline run we'd done and it was it was just really nice it was great um yeah it was just really nice to get out there play like a headline length set see people that are like kind of maybe wanted to see us from the album before and maybe they missed us before that kind of thing. So it's just nice to finally get out there and be able to spend some time playing shows and, and touring there. Amazing. I'm so excited for that London show. Oh, it's sick. Thank you. Yeah, we're we're like, we're working very hard at, it at the moment. We're like putting it together. We're, yeah, we're getting started early on it and we're we're very excited about the whole, the whole run. Yeah, I mean, you've got one heck of a lineup for that tour, not just that show. Oh, it's crazy. Because you're taking Holy Fawn out with you, aren't you? And they are yeah. so special. Like, both bands just, you know, better than us. So, restart. Yeah. Like, Harriet, absolutely wild. So, yeah, for anyone that's it's even glanced at my Twitter will know that I don't need to mention Harriet to people <laughs> to know I'm excited for them. 
oh that's so good like we did um was it this february just gone we were yeah you did the oval space with them and pupil slicer that's so good like ridiculous so good so heavy just great lovely as well um but yeah just fantastic like really enjoyed watching them i didn't get a chance to see holy fawn when they came over and did i can't remember what that venue is um 229 229 that's it um yeah so james and chris from Rollo got to see that and i think everyone who went was just like that was yeah that was great yeah i was i was was there as well yeah (laughs) i can't wait to see them i honestly can't wait i'm just gonna spend the whole night not warming up or practicing just watching both fans (laughs) um Yeah. yeah i really can't wait for that amazing so obviously so that's the europe run potentially mm-hmm. looking at a US run and obviously I'm sure there's stuff in there that's not yet ready to announce um sure. obviously we'll, we'll we'll leave that as like a little like a little teaser is like <laughs> keep your eyes out because there's going to be some really cool shit happening next year for Roller Tomasi all right brilliant well thanks so much for your time this evening no thank you absolutely thanks thanks so much All right. Well, again, yeah, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Um, we're going to be talking about albums of the year because it's that time of the year that everyone uh, everyone in journalism hates. Um, and Spotify Wrapped has just come out so everyone can wave their Spotify around at each other. Um, so if we start yeah. with, I don't know, I don't, I don't mind who wants to, don't mind who wants to start, but what's your album of the year and why for 2022? Uh, mine, um, I keep on going between a few different things, but I'm going to, Say my favorite one is uh, Cult of Luna, uh, Long Road North. It's bonkers. Like, there's never been a bad Cult of Luna album. Like, they are the best going post metal band, in my opinion, which is the correct opinion. Uh, and also, <laughs> the opening, like, the opening second of the album is like the most cinematic noise ever. It's like post metal Hans Zimmer, just this huge drone. And if it was literally just that, and nothing else, it'd still be my number one pick. It's incredible. Amazing. Yeah, okay. I, lo- I do love that record as well. It's, again, I think like my second or third album in my in my list. Maybe the Hans Zimmerism. I was just saying to um, to Don the other day that I, I absolutely love Cult of Lena, but I haven't really listened to it. So I feel like a big dum-dum. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to get on that. It's it's a stunning album for sure. Um, so yeah, Mills, what's your album of the year for 2022? Oh, God, okay, yeah, this is really hard. Like picking one is, I feel like, is a very evil question that nobody should have to answer. But um, I think going like kind of going off of what I've listened to the most probably. Um, Because I feel like that's probably the most diplomatic way of doing it for me anyway. Um, Actually is The (laughs) Weeknd's album, Um, Dawn FM. Um, Was that that this year? Yeah, it was this year. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, that's probably the album that I've listened to the most. So I think that's probably my favourite. I just, firstly, I just love The Weeknd. It's hard not to. Um, And also I think, just the way that he manages to blend like um elements of like new wave like it there's so much kind of like new wave sound in this record um and like sort of almost 
goth and like dark wave elements but like with disco and stuff like it's pretty bonkers um yeah and there's just some really cool samples in there as well and yeah I just love it I think it's amazing Fantastic. I, again, this is an album I've heard nothing but good things about. Mm. Um, it's on it's on my list to check out still because um, I've just not had the time to get around to it. But again, I think this is going to be one where now I've had that give me that kick to actually finally listen to it. Because again, all I've heard is people going, "This rules." The weekend is amazing. I've seen her described as like the new king of pop, and I'm like, "That's yeah, that's bold." But are people wrong? Uh, you know, I agree. I agree. I think like. It's a bold statement to make, but um, I don't think it's incorrect. Nice. Okay. Definite, definite contender then. Um, okay. So next up is a band that you think people should be looking out for in 2023. Like what's a band that you're kind of like really hyped for going into next year? Okay, I'm, um, <laughs> I'm really hyped and hoping that they're going to release an album next year. I have no insider information or outsider information no information at all but uh full-on um they played our release show in london um it was actually my first time checking them out when we saw them there and uh mm -hmm. i thought they were great like a really interesting mix of you know post-metal and hardcore and even maybe some new metal -y elements and stuff i just thought it was uh it was great so if they they get an album out or you know another ep or something like that i think it'd be uh it'd be amazing that that sounds like a really interesting mix, especially like folding in a bit of new metal into post metal. Yeah, I, they're amazing. Rebel, yeah, they're really cool. They might not want to hear new metal in the description, but that's I hear a bit of that sort of thing because it's, it's the that sort of groove, and I think you know, being the age that I am, I associate that with uh, with new metal. So, okay, and that's full on, is it? Yeah, it's 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 sick, um, but super melodic as well, and just uh yeah really worth checking out really nice uh aesthetic to all their stuff as well so i think it's the the complete package incredible what's My your time? shout yes please. um <laughs> i don't i don't feel like they need me to shout them out but um Cal style boys that's my pick that's my pick um they yeah they released an album uh very recently um this year called celebrity therapist which is like in my top five releases this year easily um and i know you know they're like pals of ours so i guess you know i have well, i don't have to say nice things about them um but they're just fucking insane like they're unhinged um they're just this they're just doing something with like mathcore and noise and stuff like that that just like I haven't heard before you know um and I think if you're into that like particular brand of like really sort of uh like scronky kind of chaotic stuff then you'll just you'll just love them like they're just they're absolutely incredible um and yeah they're uh I think they're I think they're coming over next year so um it's a good time to check them out now yeah, I think they've been confirmed for Arc Tangent, haven't they? Because uh, yeah, and they are they are in my top one albums for this year. Uh, Callous Cowboys. <laughs> I well, they fucking go. love Celebrity Therapist. It's like you say, it's just it's just this absolutely unhinged mash of everything they could get their hands on, mm -hmm. from mathcore to jazz pop, and it's just incredible. 
Yeah, Absolutely. I think one of the things yeah. I like about it so much is like how sassy it all is. Yes, so like, yeah. Reminds me of like you know the old number twelve looks like you sort of the sort of scene bands where it was all like very camp and done with a sense of humor. Um, and I just uh, I love it. They Absolutely. do have that. Yeah, they do have a real like. You do get that sense that there's a real like that there's there's a joke in there. Yeah. yeah, and I just I like I w- one of the things I really really love about them, um, uh, you know, just as people as well, is that like, like Dom said, they're very sassy, but like there's no um, there's no false sense of like uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. I can't remember the word I'm looking for. Um, but they just know that they're a good band. You know, they know that they're a good band, and like, um, it doesn't it doesn't come off as arrogant in any way because they are a good band. And, you know, I think there's a tendency in this sort of music or in heavy music to like kind of be like, oh yeah, we're all right. Like, yeah, I guess we're cool. Like, uh, and they're just like, no, we're a fucking great band. And I love that. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I agree on Callous Boys. I think they've had an insane year this year and I think it's only going to get better for them, hopefully. Um, mm. I, I once saw someone who was like listening to the record they just went oh this is like Dillinger but not as good and I was I was so fucking angry about it I yeah. was like fuck off that's such a lazy <laughs> comparison to make like anything that has I feel like, like more yeah. than one time signature in it it's like oh Dillinger yeah I feel like it's it's helpful to the extent of do you like Dillinger yes mm. okay listen to Callous Boys. Mm. That's it. Like it ends kind of there because they do so much else. Okay, amazing. So two fantastic shouts. Uh, last but not least, um, it's chance to, to to plug Ithaca. Basically, um, obviously in terms of what you can, well, you know what's announced, etc. What what have you got coming up in twenty twenty three? Because obviously they fear has dropped this year. It's probably going to top of year, top a lot of year end lists. Um, it's definitely in my top five. Oh, um, thanks. To be quite honest with you, because I fucking love it. So what have you got coming up that people should come and see you at or check out? Uh, oh, God, we've got loads of stuff planned for next year, haven't we? Um, I'm trying to think of, like, in sort of, like, chronological order what we have next year. What's the first thing that we have next year, John? <laughs> um, the first thing that's been announced, that's that's the, mm. the difficulty I'm running into, is making sure that we're yeah. <laughs> accidentally announcing some stuff. Um Prognosis, Prognosis Festival. Uh, yeah. Doing um, Eindhoven and London, uh, the two mm-hmm. days for that, which would be cool, playing with uh, some prog bands, different sort of crowd than usual, which would be really fun. Um, mm-hmm. Got uh, Trees. Oh, yeah, 2000 Trees. Yeah, 2000 Trees, yeah. So if I'm sounding hesitant, I'm like, I'm not 100% sure which bits we've uh, even had. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Ross Killed uh, just... Uh, uh announced today and that's gonna yeah, be Ross Gilder. Yeah, that's gonna be insane. Um I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh because the lineup was bonkers last year and it's already ridiculous this year so far. Yeah, yeah. And there's that's there's probably nuts. more. There's uh burn it down. Burn it down. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah you've been announced for that one haven't you? I believe yeah. yeah. Um just, like as many cool shows around that as possible I guess. Like, uh, yeah later stuff we can't really like uh there's i don't think there's much more that we can tell you at this point um but there yeah outside of that there's loads of really cool stuff going on um yeah book books and busy and blessed 
And most importantly, people should be listening to their favourites. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we should, I should also <laughs> say, please listen to our album um, and uh, perhaps consider purchasing it if you haven't already. And if you already have, then thank you. That's amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Thank you so much for your time this evening. Oh, thanks. No problem. Thanks for having us. Okay, so I'm here with James from Cage Fight. We're going to be talking about the albums of the year. So we'll start there. What is your album of the year for this year? Okay, I mean, there's a million to choose from. Uh, but the one I'm going to go with right the second, because uh, I've been listening to it a lot recently, is um, Iconic by the band Obsidious. Um, nice. It's their debut album. Okay. And it's made up of ex-members of Obscure, sort of general metal band. And it's, uh, it's basically just like progressive death metal. Where it's kind of almost its best, I think. It's incredibly technically accomplished. So they've got great riffs, really brutal, amazing vocalist, um, very catchy in places. But it's uh, yeah, just technical excellence and extreme brutality and, uh, nice. and phenomenal players. So catchy tech death is the... Okay, because yeah. that's really hard to do. I think so, yeah. I think there's a lot of talent to make something hooky and also clever. And they definitely do that. And there's one song on there that you'll think will get people to like listen to the whole thing. One song that really sells it. Which one is it? Uh-huh. I'm going to say the opening track. I can't remember the name of that. Okay. The opening track is fair enough though and yeah. that's so that'll like that just lets you know what yeah. you're in for it sets the scene straight away yeah, it, yeah it's just it's, it's fast and brutal and um, it's got a great groovy riff in it yeah amazing so that's what was the debut album called again sorry Iconic Iconic yeah by Obsidious yes amazing okay mm-hmm. next one is who's the band that you think people should be looking out for in 2023 that are going to be doing bits or you reckon they're going to be like the next ones to kind of like get a lot of underground or are getting a lot of underground buzz now but are going to take that next step yeah I think the band to really watch next year is a band called Orbit Culture from oh uh, yes from Sweden and they've actually had quite a big year this year they played Bloodstock and Download and they just were on top at the moment within Flames on that Swedish yes. mega Swedish tour um, but I feel like it's taken I know not a huge amount of people have heard about it, that's what we're in the industry at the moment. So I think if you haven't heard of Orbit Culture, make sure you listen, because it's, uh, yeah. it's basically brilliant metalcore with you know, traditional metal roots. Like, it's quite trivium-esque, I suppose, but a bit more deathy as well. Like, yeah. It's a nice mixture of modern metal. I have it described well. to me as like the bastard child of Metallica and Gojira. Yes, that's a really and good I don't think that's too far off. So if you like both those bands, because I, again, I saw them on that run of shows. Mm. I haven't seen them before, but again, I liked the last record, the EP as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Orbit Culture are definitely a big one. I think hopefully they are finally going to get a bit more attention now they've had that. Mm. I feel like my, my gut is they're going to break through next year because I their songwriting so. has got phenomenal. And yeah. that, it's basically the kind of metal that your average metaler loves. So I feel like they've got every chance to kind of break yeah. through. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because like that, the appeals to everyone metal is really hard to do well yeah absolutely because like and I think they've definitely nailed a, a good formula there because they've got like his his singing is really Hetfield mm. it's so Hetfield yeah. everyone loves Metallica totally. most people it's Hetfield but done really well like it's yes. not like cringe Hetfield it's like yeah it's not a, it's not a poor man's Hetfield mm. exactly yeah it's a really good mm. okay Orbit Culture then yeah I definitely agree with you on that I think they've got big things ahead of them mm. and last but not least Cage Fight in 2023 what's happening what can you tell us well we're currently 
currently uh, writing our next album, so Amazing. our plan is uh, to try and get that done in the first half of next year. Okay. And um, there'll be some few live bits, there's nothing announced yet, um, but we've got a few kind of potential opportunities we're tossing up. So we'll probably appear at, appear at a bunch of like, like UK festivals, and um, there's one tour which we're supposed to do this autumn, they got pushed back to uh, May this next year, I think. It's not fully confirmed, but hopefully that'll be announced and can't say anything yet, but that should be a good one. Okay, hopefully um, we'll get here about that in due course then. Absolutely. Amazing. Okay, well, thanks ever so much then. Awesome. Hey, okay, well, hello there, and thanks so much for your time. I'm talking to Kat from the incredible hardcore band Scowl, uh, and we're going to be talking about your albums of the year and future plans and what's what's coming, you know, what you think is cool uh, that's coming up in the next year or so. So first of all, if we start, Kat, with your album of the year for 2022. Um, I would have to say Feel It All Around by Soulblind. I think the album is so good. Um, just it's a good album to just put on at any point in the day while I'm doing like driving around or cleaning, but also it's really good to just wind down and like zone out and listen to. Um, this album was, I think just put out about a month and a half ago. Um, and it's, it's been like on rotation, it's been going nonstop for me. So I'm really hyped on it. Amazing. Um, so I actually caught them for the first time, obviously um, with you guys, when you were on yeah. the stick to your guns tour, um, and I met my friend Joe um, mm -hmm. there, who's a huge fan of like yourselves and Soulblind. Yeah. And I and I was like, okay, I don't know who these are. And he went, okay. And he basically, I think, what did he say to me? He basically went, it's it's that kind of like grungy, kind of gazy, kind of yeah. rock played Absolutely. by played by hardcore fans. You'll love it. Yeah. Uh, and I did. Um, and then I think the album came out the next day. Um, mm -hmm. So I've kind of given a bit in the give a given a bit of a taste there yeah but for like for listeners who aren't going to be overly familiar with Soulblind, what would you say like the vibe is it's totally like 90s um like grungy kind of like alice in chains deftones worship like it's it and like it's got that heavily um like heavily affected like guitar pedal like sounds like it's so gazy and like so dreamy like I don't know how to exactly like put technical word terms to it but it's it's very dreamy I love it yeah no I get you yeah it's yeah I I would agree like with the kind of the, the like the, the sound of it like it's definitely yeah. But again, it's heavy though, right? Like, yes. But not heavy, yes. heavy. But you can tell it's just a little bit heavier than. Yeah. There's moments. There's moments where there's just like it breaks into these like guitar parts that are like really crunchy. And you're like, where did that come from? You know, yeah. but it's it's really cool. I'm, I love it. And it does feel like it's part of this wave because I think, mm. I don't know if we talked about it last time, but like hardcore and shoegaze have this really like symbiotic relationship and absolutely it's really, and i it's so interesting to see mm -hmm. like not just hardcore bands playing this sort of more hardcore fans playing this sort of music but like the the, the bills being so yes kind of cross-pollinated if you like so it's really absolutely. interesting to see it i think it's just it's that classic thing where you have like two styles of music that are kind of you know quote-unquote underground maybe and and they have to live 
together, you know? And and that's it's just that like parallel thing. Yeah. And I love it. I think it's really cool. I think that it's not surprising that a lot of people who are fans of like hardcore punk are also fans of like shoegaze and and um you know that that kind of like softer like but heavily influenced by like guitars and, and specific like effects and pedals and things like that like it's yeah. it's just like it's very playful for sure um there's actually so there's another artist i talked to a little while ago i don't know if you're familiar with gray wave from here in mm. the uk no i'm not um so and she has i when i talked to like so she's played in a lot of hardcore bands throughout mm. the, you know, the last like years but gray wave are an entirely like dreamy kind of like yeah. shoegazy dream pop project and i it's love really that good i love that that's and so that, cool yeah i love that kind of like relationship yeah. the two have and then of course there's other ones i think it's funny that you said like hardcore being underground when you've got yeah no it's it's, <laughs> it's more had so such just... a good few years yeah it's definitely more so I guess um I look at it from my perspective like in America and like in California and like throwing shows I feel like the last two years or I guess like since quarantine kind of started to lift excuse me um right. <laughs> uh, since quarantine started to lift I would say like things started to be like you you started to look around at a show and realize like oh there's a lot of people here I, I've never met before I don't know but before quarantine hit it was not like that so it was still kind of like our little secret you know yeah I guess now, it's still it still is in a yeah. way right there's yeah the, like, hardcore's never lost its underground kind of yeah. vibe it's you know mm-hmm. you've got the big bands doing huge things like of the obvious one like turnstile yeah yeah and then you've got you guys you know blowing up playing fucking madison square garden and doesn't make sense but there's you're just there's like as a... much at home in those tiny yeah. little rooms yeah there's there's definitely like a wave of really cool bands who are like just breaking down these like walls you know like just doing things that I feel like would have been unheard of for any hardcore band. Now we've got like 10 hardcore bands doing that kind of stuff. And it's really cool. It's like really exciting. Yeah, that for sure. That's a really great kind of way to segue into like what I wanted to ask you, which was the next thing, which was thinking of your sort of pick for a band that in 2023, you think everyone should be paying attention to. Yeah. um, Probably Jive Bomb. Jive Bomb's really good. We did a, like a really short tour with them um, right before we came to the UK in November. Um, And we hadn't met them, but we knew like about the music and we're label mates and, and like, I always thought they were sick, but then like seeing them live, I was just like, wow, this is a really good band. Like this is a band that I really hope gets the attention they deserve because they're really cool really good live show and they have such a cool like punk like very punk thing going on and i i love that like that's i ride for that so that's a band like i want more people to pay attention to for sure (laughs) yeah i was going to pick up on actually because obviously like you say label mates like flat spot Mm -hmm. seems to have the hardcore like roster going right now that's what flat spot's (laughs) kind of crushing it they're they're kind of killing it it's awesome it's really cool and like it's cool to watch it happen and 
it's also cool when I realize like, oh, like we're also on flat spot. Like that's so cool. Like one of the bands making it happen. And then there's that's like so exciting. And then so Jive Bomb again, mm-hmm. kind of like very much in that hardcore space. Yeah. And that, but you said they're kind of like really with the like the, the really got a heavy like punk energy as well. Yeah. Yeah. Super punk. Like yeah. they it's I can't put words to it. I'm like so um it's just so punk it's so like if it's very very 80s like I love it so much for that reason and then it also at the same time is you know they've got like these really fun bouncy parts like really catchy lyrics like it's it's a great band they're they're really awesome okay fantastic so we've got jive bomb as yeah. i really love that like there's these are two very different bands like soulblind yeah. is the album of the year jive bomb is the ones to watch mm-hmm. last but not least speaking of bands to be looking out for like if people haven't taken notice of scowl yet <laughs> where are they living because like holy yeah <laughs> oh, oh my god we so we're busy it it doesn't stop um this next year is already looking insane um and half of it i can't talk about so you know just to build anticipation um but we've got like some we've got a show me the body tour um full us early next year um we've got definitely we'll have new music out coming out early next year i'm really excited about it um can't say much but um very 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 excited um we're doing a lot regarding that right now and then we have um in in like a week we're doing our first um headliner in a long time in LA and that's kind of a big deal for us so um we're playing a headliner show at the Roxy in LA and that's going to be really cool um I just got told today that we're on like a low ticket warning. So that's really, really exciting. I was worried about it. Like I wasn't sure if people wanted to come see us. So I felt, I feel really good about that. Um, And then, oh man, what can I talk about next year? We have, um, we're playing Outbreak. That's announced. I was going to say, you're playing Um, a festival with Denzel Curry. That's, that's going to be nuts. (laughs) And then we also have, sick new world in vegas that's going to be in may i believe and that's like i can't believe that's even happening like that's the craziest lineup ever and we're we're right there on the bottom of the the poster so it's really exciting um i'm i'm hyped to party like have some fun um that's the new metal one where everyone went oh when yeah, we were young, yeah when we were young as yeah. a total scam and then it happened and everyone went oh oh and then yeah. this one got announced obviously we had been in the works for longer than that but yeah like i mean yeah. when when we got asked to play sick new world we weren't really told that much like about the headliners and stuff we we were kind of told like three or four bands and they were cool bands headlining bands very cool I did not know like the extent of that lineup though. Like I did not know like original vocalist Flyleaf. Like, are you kidding me? Right. Like, <laughs> Death Grips, like one of my I love Death Grips. So I'm I get to see Death Grips twice this year, hopefully. I'm like losing my mind. There's there's a lot of really cool stuff. Also, Machine Girl is on Signal World, and that's like a honorable mention of a band that I or group that I'm so obsessed with, like cannot get enough of. I love Machine Girl. So they're really cool. 
Amazing. Machine Girl, you said. Yeah, and they're okay. playing Sickening World also. I'll, I'll have to check it's them out. So yeah. yeah. I was say, it's funny you mentioned about the low ticket warnings. It's like, yeah, because on the one hand, you feel like you're playing so much, are people going to want to come back? But then yeah. you've kind of, I don't know, I, I feel like especially, and I've noticed this in the UK, there's a lot mm-hmm. of bands that seem to come through a, a fair bit and people keep going. Yeah. Because it's, and I think you guys are the same, like you're a band that when they come through, people are like, I don't care that they were here three months ago. I'm going again because I you've hope. got that. And it, well, I hope. I mean, I'm when... so thank you. I appreciate it. I'm I'm so like I get so worried. You know, like we play so much that now I'm like, oh no, like gotta we've gotta like spice it up and get it exciting again. You know, um, definitely very hyped though about that show about the Roxy headliner. That's gonna be hopefully an insane night fingers crossed I'm, I'm really excited about it incredible well thanks so much for your time this evening yeah thank you